precious Listen. building. You are more than the air. Listen, I close to my heart. I see her face and notice she sees. Your reflection is more than you see. You are more than a phenom. Lasting S is longer than eons in the plateau that we on. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex the Poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. Um, this week overall was a good week for me mentally, a little bit of anxiety surrounding Black Friday. This was my first Black Friday as an actual business owner. Um, and just trying to think about the percentages of the sales, um, trying to actually get the sales, Um trying to put ads out and everything. Um, ultimately, I made only one sale, but I'm grateful for that one sale because um, I learned a lot. You know what I mean? I learned a lot from a business standpoint um, on how to hand, how to handle it. I, I watched other uh, small businesses, other independent owners, and saw kind of what type of ads they did and stuff like that. I don't know what their revenue was or if they made any sales or whatever, but um, it was just a lot of anxiety leading up to it. I was I was grateful, like literally, um, maybe an hour before the sale was over. I got a, a, a I got a sale, so I was happy about that. Um, other than that, it was actually a, a peaceful uh, week. Um, it was Thanksgiving, uh, kind of difficult. Well. It was difficult a little bit because it would have been baby girl's first um, first Thanksgiving. So just just those thoughts were kind of getting to me a little bit, but I managed to get through. But all in all, week was good. Uh, same weird dreams and stuff like that. But it's weird because the the like when I was extremely, extremely depressed and and, and super high level of anxiety, like I didn't have dreams or nightmares. Like it was just straight, just fog. And now I'm kind of feeling like, um, as I'm working through the process of, or, or I'm working through the depression and working through the anxiety and, you know, just staying busy and stuff like that. My mind is being able to clear more, um, as I'm sleeping. I mean, I don't know why it's such weird dreams and, and scenarios, but the, the, the good part is that I guess I'm having a one before, you know, I really, I really wasn't, um, work was fine as usual. Kids were, were fine. I think they're, they're experiencing cabin fever again because both of, uh, both of the schools shut down again due to, um, due to Corona or COVID or whatever. Um, and like, it seems like every time I get ready to, like kind of let my guard down to say, okay, cool. You know, you guys could go back because they're kids and, um, it's difficult, you know, just watching them as their parent, just watching them try to maneuver through the day without seeing other people. Um, it's difficult watching. So I know for them it is, it's difficult just being here and, you know, only having each other to play with. Um, you know, last week, I let them, you know, go out. It was a couple kids out there, you know, made sure everything was safe and everything. But it's just, it's a difficult time for everybody. And, you know, we just got to process it and get through it the best way we can. But like I said, overall, this was um, a very uh, 
mentally freeing week for me because like I got to be normal. I didn't have to think about so much of the bad stuff. Like I was really just staying up late trying to figure out the business, you know, figure out how to put the codes out, figure out, you know, who to try to market to, really looking at the analytics and stuff. So it was actually it was cool. Um excuse me. I don't know why every single podcast I don't know if it's if I get nervous or what or butterflies, but anyhow, my apologies. So last week we talked about social discrepancies and um I had a lot of people I had a lot of people that were interested in the episode, a lot of people, you know, make comments to me, you know, positive. And it felt you know, it felt good just to know that being able to to reach a couple of people or reach one person, um and you know, I was asked. I was asked some more. I was asked more detailed questions about um, about my perspective on on the social discrepancies that I brought up, and I I kind of went over it with them. And you know, it's 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 such a good thing to have understanding. You know, um, when I was younger, I didn't I, I didn't move in understanding. It was it was more emotional moves. It was more aggressive. More um, spur the moment like you don't really look at the full picture because you're so full of vigor you're so ready to just move 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 you don't really you you don't look at it now being 38 you know over the past few years um i've been moving in understanding right so i look at the i look at the whole picture um, and for whatever reason, people have been asking me about relationships and stuff like that. And I used to mentor couples. I used to mentor singles, youth, you know, uh, from ex- from the experiences that I went through. Like I'm not um, I'm not trained, you know, I'm, I'm not uh, I'm street trained. I'm experienced uh, uh, trained, not book trained. But the insight that I have, because the or the insight that I have is is from being you know who I am and going through things how I go through it. Um, I've always been a, an observer of things. I've always been you know the person to sit back and kind of see what's going on and oh okay cool and 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 gain different perspectives on things. But like I said, when you're young, you don't you don't have that patience. You don't have that that mental capacity to just stop. You have to be right. The other person has to be wrong. You have to be the loudest. Like you have to be the flashes. You have to be all this because that testosterone is 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 in you. It's so high. So ah, I gotta be the alpha male. But as it starts lowering, you have to start using your brain, right? If you if if you are blessed enough to reach you know, your older age, like for me, you know, I don't feel like I'm old or anything like that, but I'm 38 and who I am today at 38 is different than who I was at 35 than who I was at 25. Um, so anyway, someone asked me about soul ties and what, what my thought was on soul ties and it, it, My thoughts on soul ties, it's, it's, it's a genuine thought because I, I've experienced it. Um, I'm experiencing it, you know what I mean? And it's important 
to have understanding as a result to that. Um, when you're young, you get in you you get in a relationship and you don't really you don't really understand, right? You, you know, that person is sexy, you know, you're sexy to them and sex is good and conversation is good and then, you know, you know, and sex is good and then you move on to the next, right? And you constantly do this and you don't realize that, like, you don't realize what's happening because you have no understanding. You're just young and you're just trying to live your life in peace. You're trying to, you're trying to, um, like they say, coming to America, you're trying to sow your royal oats, right? And it's nothing wrong with that. You know, you, you're, you're, you're getting in these relationships, not just to have sex. You're getting into these relationships because you feel something. You're getting into these relationships because, you know, you seek companionship. You don't want to be alone, you know? And, um, you just, you go throughout your life and then you start, you start to realize the connections later on, Right. You start, you start to realize that there's other, like, like once the sex is, is, is gone and once the conversation is gone, like sometimes it, it, that person haunts you still, like whether it's a good haunting or a bad, whether it's, whether it's toxic traits that you, that you feel or good traits, um, it's a, it, the connection, that's a soul tie, Right. Um, I I experienced this, and both in both um, negative and positive, right? Um, I was so connected to to one of my baby moms, right? I have two, and she was so mean to me, and she would snap and have these attitudes, but I just couldn't, for whatever reason, I couldn't get away from her. Like I couldn't emotionally detach myself from her, even though like it was, it, it started becoming evident, right? It started becoming evident. And this ain't to bash her because I'll, I'll, I'll still protect her if needed. You see what I'm saying? It's not one of those situations. Younger me, it would be, you know, it would, it would be a different story, but I have understanding, right? We just weren't on the same page of things. Um, and I said before earlier in some, in some of my earlier podcasts, my younger trait was like, I'm not going to have a conversation with you. Like once you take me to a certain level of disrespect, I'm not going to have a conversation with you. I'm just going to walk away. And then that's just it. It ain't no closure. It, it, it's none of that. And, um, out of all the things that she said to me in, in arguing or in snapping on me or whatever, that wasn't even the reason that, like, that wasn't the reason that we broke up. Even though I felt so hurt and so demeaned and disrespected, it was something that she said to me in regular conversation that ultimately was like, oh, okay, cool. I see we're not at all on the same page. And it wasn't nothing disrespectful. It wasn't nothing said um, in a mean way. It just what was said is like, I got it. Um, unfortunately, that created a the, the, that created a tift because, like I said in my younger days, all right, cool, you do what you do, and I'm just gonna move on. 
Like you, like I'm not going. Hey, we broke up. Blah blah. I'm just, I'm going to move on because once you take it, like once you say certain things, like oh, all right, bet we're broke up. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm not that type of person to where I'm going to keep arguing with you and I'm not going to let you disrespect me. Like I said, you can have your feelings and your emotions and do what you do, but once you get to a certain level, it's like all right, I, that's not how you operate in a relationship. And younger me was immature instead of saying, hey, you know what, I can't do this no more. I just moved on to the next person. But for whatever reason, I could not let I could not let um, my baby mom go, right? And it was it was like it was difficult because I saw what it was. You know what I mean? I saw like and again, I'm not I'm not perfect. I have my faults. I have my faults in in situations like I I I, I never spoke up to a certain extent. I never, it just was what it was. All right, cool. You could talk to me how you talk to me. All right, let's go do this. All right, let's go do that. And I was very, um, I was very submissive to her. And when you are a dominant person, being submissive for the sake of trying to stay in a relationship, like I said, I, I, I was, I sat in the darkness for somebody else to be the light for a long time. And I loved her. Like no matter what she said in, in, in the arguments, no matter how her attitude was, no matter what it was, like I was I was rocking with her, but it was one thing that she said in regular conversation and it was a big deal for me. And so in combination of the negative, that one thing that she said in the conversation, it made me understand that we this ain't this this not gonna this not gonna fly. And like I said, unfortunately in that situation it created a tift. Um, and some uncomfortability to where, you know, I don't, I don't get to see my daughter and it's a difficult thing knowing that, but for my, for, for, for the sake of my health and for the sake of my mental, I just understand what it is. It's, it, it's a difficult situation to try to get through. It's a difficult situation to try to fight. But for whatever reason, like I could not shake the feeling of this of this girl, right? Of this woman. And so it took some meditation. It took some distance. It took like me uh, me seeing like, oh, this is this is how you this is how you you're gonna play now. And I was like, all right, cool. So. This is even after, this is even after my marriage, right? Now, I want to say this and I, I just, I, I want to, you, you have to listen with understanding ears. It's very rare that we end up with the person that we are in love with. More times than not, we end up with the person that fits what we're doing, right? It, they they fit business-wise. They fit uh, um, parent-wise. They fit attitude-wise. They fit, like, they just fit all these things, but the emotion of of love and, and that, that, that true... Uh, um, Agape, like it's not there. And we stay because that's what you're supposed to do. Because it's like, it's nothing wrong in the negative, but it's something wrong emotionally. So it's like, 
you can't in your mind, especially in the society that we live in, you can't justify just walking away with it being no beef, right? I finally have fallen in love, right? I finally, like, like when I got married, I got married because of friendship, right? I got married because my my ex-wife, like, that was my dog. Like, I, I felt like that we, were, we had uh, known each other since we had been 14, 15 years old, like, uh, we had lived together for a few years. Like, that was my dog. And I'll never forget my mom asking me. We're sitting in front of Champs. My brother was uh, about to buy some Jordans. I said, Ma, I think I'm going to ask her to marry me. She was like, why? I said, because she's my best friend. Like, that's my dog, right? And that was it. Life started moving from friendship. But then the friendship started to alter because there was no foundation of love or no foundation. Um, the foundation was solely built on friendship. Once the friendship start breaking, everything start breaking. But now it's kids involved, right? And I'm, I'm listen. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be honest on on this podcast. Not like I, not like. It's not like I'm not truthful, but I can't talk about everybody but myself, right? So, me and my me and my ex-wife had been done, and I had fallen in love. But it was just, dang, that's my son's mom, right? Same same thing, same thing, you know. Well, my daughter's mom, but it was just a little bit different because it's like my son's mom. Like I've been know I've been knowing her since I was fourteen, right? And that was my dog, but I had then fallen like I had fallen head over heels with someone, and everything, every emotion, like every connection was real it was intense it was insane like it was like like I had never felt that before right I had never felt that before and then she moved here to Arizona and I was still in this I was still in this mode of man I don't I don't know if I could really trust this she got stuff going on, going on back home. Nothing with relationship stuff, but she just had a lot of stuff going on, and I had a lot of stuff going on. And in the back of my mind, I'm still like, damn, but that's my that's my son's mom. You know what I mean? That's you know, fourteen. You know, we we grew up together, and I found myself, I found myself in love with this woman, but not wanting to fully let go, even though me and my uh, ex wife we was done. And so I remember, like, I had told my, my girl at the time, I had, because cause she had this best friend, right? And it was this dude. I never, it was what it was. But men, we we peep how men look at our, at our woman, right? And so she kept saying, this is my best friend, blah, 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 blah. And, like, 
I was like, yo, like I feel a way like a peep how he a peep how he look at you and that ain't best friend. Cause I cause I look at you like that. No, you're over exaggerating and blah 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 blah. And ignored it. I brought it up again. Hey, you know, I feel this way. And like I could tell, like I don't like now mind you, you know, every time I'm going to see her, we're 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 on double dates with, with these with this other couple. And I'm like, I don't I don't feel comfortable. I'm I'm telling you like I peep how he look at you and it makes me uncomfortable. And essentially she ignored it. She ignored my feelings in in, in Essentially, she ignored my feelings, and it goes back to what I what I said. Immature me. I'm gonna. I'm trying to hurt you back. You don't hear me crying. You don't hear like I'm telling you. Hey, I feel a way. This is making me uncomfortable, and you're telling me I'm overreacting. You're telling me that um, I'm being emotional. You're telling me that I'm being extra, and so. Instead of me being mature and saying, hey, I feel like this. And if you don't acknowledge it and you don't fix it, then I got to dip. Right. So. She never fixed it. So I was just like, all right, well, whatever. At that point, mentally, I was not wanting it to end, but I was. Like. Whatever. Because again, you hurting me, so you gotta hurt too. And the thing that was most hurtful was the connection with my son's mom. Because at that time that relationship was two relationships removed. And I connected with my son's mom. And so she went through she she went through the iPad, saw that it was a whole it was a whole fiasco. Um we still tried to rock it, I think maybe for maybe for a couple months, maybe for a month. I mean, but she was already done, she was already moved on. She was like after a month or two, she was just going through the motions. She was like my, my the woman that I was in love with. She was just going through the motions, and I still was who I was. I still was doing everything that I I told her that I would do for her. I still was looking out for her, whatever she needed. If she asked, you know, I would still do it. And I laughed because we had her and I completely had stopped talking and. I remember having conversations with my brother and I was just like, bro, like, this is crazy. Like, I don't, I don't understand why I'm still connected. And, you know, she calls every blue moon and like, I'm freaking out. And I'm like, because on the inside, I knew that that was the person that I was in love with. I knew that out of my entire relationship life, that was the person that I was meant to be with. But I also knew that it was over. Right. And so my brother would be like, man, she's just doing temp checks and you can't let her have that control over you. But I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to let it go. I did because it wasn't that we hated each other. We were actually really cool. She was good with my kids. I was good with her kids. Like 
it's it was that it was her one her one instance of not hearing me out and not respecting my feelings and not respecting my emotions and then my get back for her was unforgivable now years have passed and her and I are are like her and I are best friends essentially we 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 really try to be careful in what we say to each other and how we deal with each other but essentially it's still you know there's nothing that I I can't there's nothing that I can do there's nothing that she can do I'm not saying that we are meant to ever be romantic again but how it's going now it's evident that there's a connection there there's a piece of her that's still with me there's a piece of me that's still with her again it's no disrespect to anybody but the gist of it is you have to you have to be careful you have to know when you know the soul tie is toxic you have to know when it's good you have to know you know uh uh when to let it go, when to hang on to it. Like for me, it's just, it, it's one of those things that I just understand. The world is going to be what the world is. My journey is going to be what, what my journey is going to be. And I have to be able to accept that. And anybody dealing with me is going to have to have that level of understanding that I can't control this soul tie with this woman. And that's just what it is. And she she tries her heart is not to acknowledge it but we know each other too well not to understand but we are adult and mature enough now to say okay it it don't mean that it's romantic you know it's no disrespect on either on, on either side but for me i've been able to you know take that that emotion, that pain, that, that, oh my God, I just, I got to do this so you can forgive me and we can get back together. Like I had to really let that go and have the understanding of you may never end up with the person that you are in love with. And there's nothing wrong with that. And it's no disrespect to whoever you do end up with. Unless you're just disrespectful. Like this is my podcast and I want it to be open on the podcast, but I don't talk to people like this. Like I don't, it's my business. It's my, it's my emotions. This is meant for me and me alone. But I wanted to share it because I was asked about what I felt about soul ties. They can be very harmful. They can ruin relationships because You'll be behaving in a way because you 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 connected with this person who connected with this person and this person and this person. So on top of what you feel about this person, you got to deal with those pieces of emotions and spirits and and energies that came from other people. I'll never forget, like, cause I when I say I was distraught, like my mom said, you you're so distraught because you broke up while you were in love. And I was like, that's crazy. But that's the only explanation that it could be because it was like, like I was tore up. I was tore up. Like that was the first time that I was legit. Like you did something to me. I did something to you. And then I was like shocked. Like, oh my God. Like we like, what is over? Because I'm a person, I'm a person like this. 
if you do something to me and then I do something to you, all right, we got to have a conversation now. Let's 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 keep it pushing because you can't tell me how you made me feel and I can't tell you how I made you feel. But it didn't work like that. She did something to me. I did something to her. It was no. There was she couldn't. It was unforgivable for her at the time. It was over. It was over. Um, and then I'll never forget like the, 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 the time we had, um, reconnected, she ended up being in a relationship and she told me and I was just like, word, that's, it's cool. I ended up having a baby on the way, rest in peace to, to Kennedy. And, but we were both devastated we were it was it was like i think that was a that was the i think that was the hardest week for us in our friendship because it's one thing when you move on and it's one thing when you're living your life but then letting like like when you have the strength to let that person know and then when you let them know something it's like they got something to let you know too and it's like whoa like this is over so now what do we do with the soul tie that we have? And it's it's difficult to break when there's no aggression, when there's no fighting, when there's no want to pull away. And like like when there's no want to push or pull, that's the hardest. Because it's like, what do you do? Like if if the energy is fine, do I do I still meditate to try to get this connection away? Uh, if it's if it's a good energy, uh, do I just hold that and, and let that drive me to be a better person in the relationship that I'm in now? Uh, if it's bad energy, do I stay single and and stay away from people and like you know that's why it's important for people to heal. It's important for people to heal. It's it's important for people to have a, a high level of understanding. Like for me, I listen. I never felt like that before. I don't know if I'll feel like that again. But I'm not looking for that. I'm I'm never looking from what I felt with her from nobody else. I'm never looking for that. The vibe is what the vibe is, and we're going to keep it pushing, and we're not going to worry about the past. I'm not going to disrespect you and bring it up in a current relationship because, again, my feelings are my feelings, and y'all are my, my listeners so I'm telling y'all because I was asked, like, I'm not just going around looking, you know, in relationships like, yo, I'm in love with my ex still, but we can figure it out because that's not how that's not how it is. I'm a grown man. I'm, uh, um, I personally feel like I can function this way. I'm not seeking her out. She's not seeking me out. We not. It's not that type of type of situation. I'm certain she, you know, she's not looking for relationships or in her relationship and, you know, telling her boyfriend or whatever, oh, I love my ex. It's not smart. It's up, it's up to her on her own time. It's up to me on my own time to figure out how we break free from this, though. It's certain things that, that still trigger me about my daughter's mom. It's certain things that still trigger me about my son's mom. There's connections there. There's connections from the connections that they had. Soul ties are a real thing. This, 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 this energy is a real thing. And it's important that we understand that so we can break free from it. 
Because if we're not able to break free from it, then we're going to keep repeating the same cycle. That's why I just said, I'm not looking for that feeling that I had with my ex. I, I'm never looking for that again. That feeling right there was so intense and so high. I never want to experience that with anyone else again because that fall off, I don't wish that on nobody. When you're in such a high level of love, a high level of sex, a high level of conversation, high, like all like I, I would never seek that from no one else because it's a fear. I know what it can get to. I know what it does to my mind. I know what it does to my heart. I know where it takes me to. And I don't ever want to experience that with no one else. Like I'm I'm very big on on just like when it comes like now I'm very big on being honest and in all honesty I don't I don't want that from nobody else. I want our own connection um to be what it is, but I never want to look at it like, oh, I loved her more than you. I love you more than her. So I never wanted to be that, you know? I just I uh, I the the bad connections that like the bad soul ties that I have or that I had, you know, it took a lot of meditation. It took a lot of crying. It took a lot of just being still by myself. It took it took so much for me to just like calm them down. I'm a person that believes that, especially when 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 it's genuine love involved. It's like once I tell you I love you, once I get to that point to that I love you, that. It never changes or the fact that I love you never changes, just the level changes. You see what I'm saying? Whereas like if I'm right now intense in love with you, I die for you. You know what I mean? Like you get that type of energy. But then, you know, we broke up in three, four months have passed. I'd be like, man, I'll push you out the way. Like, excuse me. I don't know about dying. And it's just it's. It's okay. Like essentially, like it's it's okay. Like you can you can be in love with who you are in love with and still not be with them. It's up to you how you maneuver and how you operate, um, how you press through certain things. Like, you know, I'm not thinking about like if I'm thinking about a new relationship, I'm not I'm not worried about if my ex is gonna come back. That's just something that I can't worry about. I can't really put, I can't really sit down and be like, yo, I wonder if she going to come back. I want it. Like I have to just live my life. And if our paths cross again, I got to do, I got to do what I should have done. You see what I'm saying? It's certain like, like that's why relationships don't really last long no more because people don't know how to work through stuff. And we're not taught that, right? Because we are like, for me and her, we come up in an era where people was, you know, beating a they significant others and uh, having multiple families and stuff like that. But there's no conflict resolution. Like it's no, it's no. I seen my mom and dad fight, and then I seen them have a conversation and make it up. It's always where I'm from. Oh, they had a fight, and then like I got two mom or I got two moms and two dads now. So 
it's important, like I said at the beginning, it's important for understanding because you got you 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 have to teach conflict resolution. Because that's how you that's how you fix it. That's how you get through these soul ties. That's how you 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 you're able to maneuver through them because it's like, mm, I gotta figure out what it is. I gotta figure out what it is and what frequency you want that got me connected to you because I don't want that. You see what I'm saying? You have to align yourself to a point to where it's like, I'm no longer going to let that affect me mentally. It's not easy. It's not going to take a day. It's not going to take a week. Not going to take a month. It might like it took me. It took me. And I'm just being honest because it is what it is. It took me three years to get to a point to where I felt like I can even talk to my ex again without breaking down and crying and being emotional from just wanting that connection back. Three years. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying it's going to take you that long. But for me, I'm an empath and I'm very emotional. Um, and it just is what it is. So if you if you take anything from what I'm what I'm saying or or you take anything from my experiences, I want you to take this. I want you to love who you love. I want you to make sure that if there is some type of conflict, I want to make sure that you you understand that you have to be mature enough if you want that situation to work, to have the conversation. I'm not saying somebody is consistently doing you wrong. I'm not saying somebody is consistently cheating on you, consistently just disrespect. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying if if, if it's a true mistake. I'm saying if it's a if it's a one off thing, have a conversation. Don't ruin your life. Because you think people are going to judge you for staying with your significant other. Don't ruin your life and run because you told the wrong person. And now it's like, oh, well, if I stay, then they're going to be like, boom, 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 boom. Have the conversation. Resolve, resolve. Whatever the conflict is, resolve it. If it's counseling needed, if if y'all got to, you know, come up with, hey, well, you know, until I feel comfortable about this, then that. But make sure you're not ruining, you're not ruining what's supposed to be from ego. You're not ruining what's supposed to be because of the social discrepancy that, nah, you're supposed to do that. Have accountability. That was one of my main things with my ex is that it took her years to 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 even truly acknowledge that I was hurt and that we could both be hurt. Like we could both be hurt for different things, but it could like. For her, it's like, this is unforgivable. For me, it's unforgivable, but it's worth the conversation. Because my mind said, you did something to me that hurt me. And it, it had me looking away. And it had me feeling away. Like, like, man, I can't even explain how hurt and how, how frustrated that I was consistently having to deal with these people. Seeing what I was seeing. But as as she looked in 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 my iPad, I don't under, I don't know how she felt either. So in my mind and my immaturity, all right, you did something, I did something. Let's have a conversation. But that's not what happened. 
that's not what happened. And it's like, it's certain things that I know because like we dealt with each other for a long time after that, but she was already gone. And the way she dealt with me was, it was hurtful because it was like she was dealing with me as if we were we were working it out, but she had already moved on. And even still today, I'm fine with that. I don't, here's what it is. I have an understanding. Like, whatever my connection is, like, I know this sounds bad. Whatever my connection is with you, it don't have nothing to do with you and nobody else. You see what I'm saying? So even knowing that my mind is like, all right, cool, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do the same things that I used to because now I know what really was going on. Um it is what it is. But because we know the things that we know about each other, her and I, it makes the friendship better because we can't hide. We 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 can't. We can't, it, there's no way because we, we know each other too well now, but I want you to, I want you to, to, to take away this. I want you to take away when to let go, when to hold on. I want you to stop looking for toxicity. Stop, uh, uh egging it on let it go the 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 conversation the argument the indifference it doesn't go on at what's said or what's done the reaction or the response is what creates the vibe remember that Remember that when you when you're dealing with people, they they can say what they want to say. They can do what they want to do. It is your response and or your reaction that is either going to uh, perpetuate the negativity or switch it to positive or to just walk away like, all right, cool. This is not for me. And you got to understand that you got to be able to, to do that when you are, when you find yourself connected to these bad energies, because you just having sex after sex after sex, and you taking in all these people's spirits and energy. When you find yourself in that space, you got to just stop. You have to check yourself. You have to really be on some like, nah, this not for me. And you got to really meditate. You got to really try to, 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 to counteract that negative energy. You know who you are. You know who you are, who, who you are, are fighting to be. So with that, you know, that vibe, that's not you. You can tell when you want some, some bullshit that, you know, is not you on a regular basis, basis, you know, you pick that up from someone else. When it start getting like that, you got to remove yourself from those type of situations and you really got to recenter yourself and really, really figure out what's going on with you. Yeah, being toxic is cool when you're young because you're trying to figure it out and being freaky and doing this and doing that. Um, me personally, I don't feel like sex or, or sex. <laughs> I don't feel like soul ties are solely sexual connections. Sometimes they're very just when you have a high emotional level for someone and the conversation is good and it brings you, you know, to a certain level, you you get connected that way too. It's an energy thing. 
But you got to be able to recognize. You got to be able to fight through it. You got to be able to say, okay, cool. Um, I want to. Uh, I'm fine with this. I don't need to do. I don't need to remove or or push forward or or do anything. The vibe and the frequency is fine. Sometimes you're gonna have to push it away. And it, like I said, it takes meditation. It takes alone time. It takes you to separate yourself from that. And sometimes it takes weeks, months. Sometimes it takes years. But you you will be okay. Like as long as you keep going. And, and keep trying to better yourself, you'll be good. Like I always say, no matter what, no matter what, keep pressing, keep moving, keep doing you. Because at the end of the day, it'll make sense in the end. Good night.